Hello, I'm Kate Freeman, and this is The Daily Dollop. On this episode of The Daily Dollop, I'll discuss the trap of drinking your calories and why energy-rich drinks are often the first place that I encourage a client to start making some long-term changes when it comes to good weight management. Welcome back to the Daily Dollop podcast, everybody. I hope you're doing well this beautiful day. My name's Kate Freeman and I'm a registered nutritionist and the founder of the Healthy Eating Hub and the Healthy Eating Clinic. Fun fact about me is that I have lived in over 20 houses over my entire life. I actually don't know the exact number because I'd have to really think about that and add them all up. But I have lived in many, many, many houses over my entire life. And my husband, bless him, he's lived in more houses since he's been married to me than he has before he married me. He was, he grew up in the one house his whole life. Whereas I, I think I had lived in something like 14 odd houses by the time I got married and left home. So there you go. I don't tend to get attached to houses. Home is just wherever I decide to put my roots down. And I do find that after a few years in a house, I start to get itchy feet and I'm thinking, "Mm, I want to move to another house now. So there you go. But on to today's show where I'm talking about the trap of drinking your calories. Now, this might seem like a pretty interesting episode topic for me because you know that I'm anti-scaremongering and I'm also into balance, 100% into balance. And at the end of the day, I believe that you are all adults perfectly capable of feeding yourselves, what you eat and drink is 100% up to you. My job as a nutritionist is to present to you the evidence around our food, our body. You know, I can, I can look at the bigger picture and show, show you what dietary patterns or food choices lead to subsequent outcomes. But at the end of the day, how you eat is totally up to you. So this is not a judgment episode, but what it is about is just looking at drinks in general from a weight management perspective. And I've noticed over the years of helping people with their nutrition and specifically helping people with weight management, that drinks are a pretty big contributor to either weight gain over time or making it really difficult for people to consistently lose weight or keep it off long term. So here's the problem. Your body needs energy to function, so grow, repair and move. And the energy that it needs comes from the food that we eat. You guys know this, right? Protein, fats, carbohydrates all get broken down by the body and we release the energy in the bonds between the carbon and we measure this Um, with one of two units, either calories or kilojoules. And so when you're drinking beverages other than water or, you know, herbal teas or black teas, black coffee, et cetera, depending on what you're drinking, you're going to be consuming an amount of energy along with that drink, either a significant amount or a small amount, and it varies among the drinks. 
And so you might be thinking that most drinks, even soft drinks, aren't actually that high in calories. And it's true. 250 mils of Coke has the same amount of energy as an apple. It's about 100 calories. And I've talked about the apple and the Coke analogy a number of times on this show before. And it's actually not a lot of energy in the scheme of things. However, drinks can quickly add up. And so it's not uncommon for someone's day to look like this. Two regular espresso latte coffees, one at breakfast and one later on in the morning. Especially when your workmate, bless them, is like, hey, I'm going for coffee. Can I get you one? And you're like, oh, I've already had one today. But then you think, oh, but I so need another one. I do that frequently. Or, yeah, you're having coffee meetings, right? So you've got two coffees. Maybe you have a can of soft drink with lunch. Maybe you have a couple of white teas with sugar in them, you know, in the afternoon, one after dinner. Maybe you have a protein shake after the daily workout and then a glass of wine with dinner. A standard size one, not a super big one. Now, all of these drinks actually add up to 740 calories of energy. And that's on top of the food that the person is eating. And for this person in particular, weight loss is definitely not happening no matter how good the meals are because they're just contributing a reasonably significant amount of energy to the day. Now, this recount of drinks is actually an exact recount of drinks from a client of mine that I worked with a number of years ago. And we spent a lot of time focusing on the meals and snacks and she still wasn't getting results. And she was adamant. She's like, I honestly, Kate, I'm being really consistent with my meals and my snacks. I don't understand what's going on. So I got her to do a food awareness journal. And I said to her, everything you eat and drink, I want you to write it down. No matter how insignificant you think it is, I just, I want you to write it down. Anyway, this is what we found over the course of one day. And so her meals and snacks, the energy in those created a deficit for her to lose weight. But then once we added in the 740 calories of drinks, she was like, oh, I just didn't think, you know, it's only two cups of tea or one can of soft drink. You know, she just, it happened really mindlessly for her. And so it's easy for there to be a trap of drinking your calories and then, but not actually realizing that they're contributing to your total energy intake. I've met people drinking over a liter of soft drink or fruit juice every day and then they tell me that they can't lose weight and then a dietary history is done, a food awareness is done and then, you know, these drinks pop up. I've met people who drink six lattes a day and they wonder why they've put on weight over, you know, the past few years in their life. Six lattes is a very significant amount, nearly a thousand calories of energy and it's, it's nothing to do with, you know, apart from the fact that the drinks are just contributing a large amount of energy. And this is probably on top of other habits that are just contributing more energy into their day that they're not aware of. And the problem with drinks is is just because they don't fill you up, we then don't think about contributing their energy to the rest of our day. You know, a glass of cordial at dinner, half a glass of fruit juice at breakfast, a glass of milk when you're feeling thirsty. They almost seem quite small if we look at them in isolation, but if we added them up across the day, our energy is going to increase significantly. So taking an inventory of your daily drinks is actually a super valuable tool um, to do. So a couple of things 
of why taking a drink inventory is such a good idea. First is awareness. One of the major problems with drinking your calories is that you're often doing it while you're doing something else. This means that your awareness of how much energy you're consuming during the day is highly impaired. Poor food awareness is why so many people who have these drinking habits still feel clueless as to why they can't lose weight. Because all they can recall are their meals, which seem healthy to them, they can't remember their drinks. Different scenarios like you're sipping on Coke while you're working at your desk or you're grabbing a coffee or hot chocolate. If you take a break from your desk or you go to the shops or you meet a friend, colleague out for a drink or you reach for a cup of tea when you feel thirsty. Maybe you buy a drink every time you buy your lunch and the sales assistant asks, would you like a drink with that? You know, you sip on a glass of wine while you're cooking dinner, things like that. So it's easy for us to forget about these drinks and just recall the meals and think, I don't really eat that much. I'm really not sure as to why I'm not getting the results. The next thing to consider is poor appetite control. So the other problem with drinking your calories in this way is that many of the drinks don't tend to fill you up or stop you from eating or drinking other foods later in the day. In fact, research actually shows that people who drink soft drink daily don't actually eat less which debunks the theory that the extra sugar they're consuming suppresses their appetite. And in most cases, drinking soft drink and other similar sugary beverages is actually associated with eating more. So a regular intake of high sugar drinks, in particular fruit juice or soft drink, um, will also lead to poor blood sugar control from the large dose of sugar in the body in one hit, which can just you know lead to excessive hunger and sugar cravings later on in the day. Another thing to consider with your drinks is low nutrient density. So I've talked about the importance of nutrient density on the show before and how we want to maximize that. So it's getting nutritional bang for your calorie buck. Most high sugar drinks in particular contain little or no nutrition. And nutritionists say that these drinks have dead calories or empty calories. So basically they're giving you energy, but they're not giving you any vitamins, minerals or fiber. Good nutrient density is a must with our diet, particularly these days when we're not needing as much energy because we're not very active. And so, you know, it's not just enough to control your calorie intake. We actually want to be choosing the right kind of foods for those calories that are going to give us plenty of nutrition and meet our body's nutrient needs. So if you're making some changes to your diet and looking at reducing your intake of energy, you'd be much better ditching high sugar drinks and the low nutrient density drinks, moderating your milk drinks like coffee or hot chocolate. So then you can get your daily energy needs from more nutritious foods, vegetables, legumes, nuts, seeds, fruit, whole grains, lean meats, etc. Lastly, I just want to leave you with some tips on how to ditch (laughs) your unhelpful drinks. So at the end of the day, you have to know what's the right approach for you. Taking an all or nothing black and white approach to drinks is not always a helpful strategy. Couple of tips to help you. Firstly is start by drinking more water. Sometimes we're reaching for high calorie drinks because we're thirsty and we're just in a habit of feeling thirsty and then reaching or craving the sugary drink because our body knows that when we drink that, we're going to satisfy our thirst. And so ensuring that you're well hydrated means at least you'll remove one of the physiological reasons for wanting the soft drink or the extra coffee. I certainly went through a phase 
where I satisfied my thirst with coffees. And it ended up meaning I was drinking four or five coffees a day. And it just meant I didn't want water. It's like I craved coffee, but I was really thirsty. And once I made a considerable effort to drink more water and stay better hydrated, I actually found that I was so much um, better at reducing my coffee intake. Slowly cutting back on your caffeinated beverages is much better than going cold turkey. So if you drink numerous cups of coffee, hot chocolate, mocha or cola, like Coke or Pepsi every day, you might um, experience some caffeine withdrawals when you try to cut them out. So it is better to just gradually reduce your drinks over a period of time, maybe swap a couple out for plain water or swap a couple out for decaf. That way you can just wean yourself slowly off the caffeine rather than just doing it all at once. Another thing is to just focus your efforts on eating really good quality food. So you want to start to regain some control over your appetite again. Check out my protein episode for more information on one key to managing your appetite. And so once you're filling up on nice good food and eliminating the higher sugar beverage from your diet, um, will be a little bit easier. Whereas sometimes approaching, you know, your nutrition from this stop eating that means you cut out the sugary beverage, but then you're not focusing on what to eat. So as well as reducing the the high calorie or the sugary drinks is then focus on putting lovely whole foods into your diet, um, beefing out your meals so that you're feeling nice and full and satisfied from what you're eating. In the end, You've got to take a, a good look at your day of drinks. Awareness, like I said, is key. You've got to know what you're actually dealing with with yourself so that you can have just a really good, honest look at what you're doing every day and then making changes from there. You know, that kind of awareness can just um, be often enough to trigger some change. Whereas if you're in a bit of denial and think, oh, no, I don't do that, and you you don't have that awareness, then you can't change what you don't know. So have a think about that today, team. You know, jot down a really quick drinks tracker in your notes app on your phone or on a notebook or in your diary. Get a really good look at your drinks and then start to make changes appropriately. If you need any kind of help for your nutrition for any sort of reason, please get in touch. Myself and my team would love to help you. Otherwise, have a fantastic day, team, and we'll see you next time. I know so many people that are frustrated by the fact that healthy eating is really hard to stick to, especially if they've spent so many years trying diet after diet and meal plan after meal plan. And I've just found, you know, after 16 years as a nutritionist, that at the end of the day, I believe that healthy eating is a skill. And so I created a unique program that helps people develop the skill of healthy eating. It combines micro learning, support, behavior change principles, right at your fingertips. And so instead of sticking to a diet, you are encouraged to change your behavior one habit at a time, as well as also delivering you heaps of achievable, practical nutrition advice, lots of recipes, food inspiration, things like that. Life's too short to live with food stress. To become a habit builder and not a crash dieter, join my program today at healthyeatinghub.com.au. Well, that's it for the show today. If you're liking what you're hearing, 
give me a review leave some five stars there i would super love that share this podcast with a friend and we'll see you next time